Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Lisa Haim, and I'm taking over the Four Things podcast today. I've been a guest on this show a few times talking about probably how to learn to listen to your body, how to trust yourself, mindfulness, all the topics that I could talk about all day and all night. I am a friend of Amy's, and I'm also on her new podcast network with two podcasts, both Outway, which Amy and I co-host together, and The Truthiest Life, which is all mine, and I'll tell you about it a little bit later on. I'm so excited to be here and to share some interesting topics that I have planned for the day and super grateful to be back with you all again. If you're new to me, I'm at Lisa Haim on Instagram, L-I-S-A-H-A-Y-I-M as in Mary. And I'm a registered dietitian, but really my platform is where I just show up authentically as myself and hope for the best. So far, it has worked out pretty well for me. No complaints. I love being myself after a long time of kind of resisting that. And I'll talk to you 
you about that a little bit later on in the podcast. But I think that that's my main message is we all need to show up as ourselves in order to truly live out our purpose on Earth. Let's jump into our first thing. First thing. I know that Amy has talked with you all about sleep issues in the recent past, uh, mentioning that anxiety is at an all-time high. I think we can all relate that 2020 really rocked our socks. And the fact is, many of us, most of us, are not sleeping well right now. So I am somebody that has struggled with anxiety, depression, insomnia, pretty much all of it. And my entire life, sleep was a big issue for me. And I just really want to stress the importance of sleep in this thing and shift how we think about it. I want to provide some tools that have helped me completely change sleep for me, make it so much better. And I want you to know that we can have anxiety so we can exist with this anxious state that many of us are in and still get sleep. So they don't need to kind of compete with each other. And there are things that we can do so that sleep is prioritized. I also want to say that it has been drilled in our head so many times that we need to have eight or 10 hours of sleep to be good. And the truth is, as somebody who did not sleep for a long time and has only recently figured it out, I don't subscribe to this notion at all. Quantum does not matter as much as quality matters. And as abstract as that sounds like, okay, well, how can I make the quality of my sleep better? Once I go to sleep, you know, I do my thing. The truth is we actually have a lot more control over the quality of our sleep than the quantity. So for me, this is kind of shifts me into a feeling of empowerment to say, okay, what can I do to make my sleep better because I only have such finite hours to get it in? So let me back up for a minute. Growing up, I was terrified to go to sleep. And I thought that this was something no one would understand, but apparently there's actually a word for it. It's called somnophobia. It's a fear of sleep. And I would begin to panic when it got dark out. My stress levels would go up and I would do as much as I could to just avoid going to bed. Eventually, as I got older, I started to cling to sleep aids and alcohol. And before I knew it, I was 28 years old, not functioning at my potential because you have to realize if you don't sleep, you also don't wake well and you don't have energy and you're not your best self. And I was also reliant on these uppers and these downers and I was groggy and I just felt like kind of like a shell of myself. But at the same time, I didn't know what to do because I couldn't sleep. When I tried to sleep, I just couldn't do it. That's what I thought. And I totally shifted my life. I changed my life, really. And my husband's life, too, my now husband, because I have changed who I am during the day by focusing on sleep quality, developing a sleep routine or a ritual, and really having good sleep hygiene. So good habits around bed and sleep. And that doesn't just mean that we focus on them at bedtime. So sleep is critical, not just for beauty, like beauty sleep, and not just for energy, but of course, for those things too. But really, the real reason, or one of the most interesting real reasons that I've been thinking a lot about or learning a lot about is because of a system called the glymphatic system, or the glymph, it might be abbreviated for. And this is a recent finding from research. And the glymph system kind of models the lymph system in the brain. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know, 
that I love talking about the lymph. And the lymph, the lymphatic system, is this giant detox system in our body that's just naturally moving the toxins out and clearing everything so that we are working optimally. And there's not really much that you need to do other than, you know, breathe. Breathing is actually great for detoxing your body. But there's not too much more that you need to do. But on my Instagram, we do this shaking thing every day. I call it awaken shake, where you kind of just bounce everything up and down because that activates the lymph. So the lymph is this giant system that takes the trash out in your body. The glymph comes from, I believe it's called the glia cell. So it's kind of a take on the lymph system, but with the specific things happening in the brain called the glia. So the glymphatic system is your brain's clearing system. You might be wondering, what do I need to clear in my brain? But you have to realize when you're awake right now, when you're listening to this podcast, when you're talking, when you're writing an email, when you're crunching numbers, when you're deciding what to buy from the grocery store, your brain is putting out different metabolites and waste all day long to just be awake. It's just as simple as that. Everything the brain does, it kind of has poop that goes along with it. So I like to kind of think of this like your brain as a gerbil. And if your gerbil was just running around and pooping all day, every day, and if you didn't go to your gerbil's cage and clear that waste away every day, it's going to become a place that you probably wouldn't want to live in. It's going to smell. It's going to be dirty. So the brain is kind of like that. Every night when we go to sleep, a truck comes into our brain, so to speak, and just cleans up all the leftover and the proteins that accumulate. What's interesting here is that this glymphatic system only turns on when we fall asleep. During the wakeful hours, we're producing the waste. So we really need to shift into this system and have enough time to do that clearing. So the reason this is important is because neurological diseases like Alzheimer's, for example, is caused by a buildup of protein. So this new research is really saying, okay, there is something that we could maybe do to best support our brains. And it starts with sleep. And you have this amazing system in your brain that turns on and clears itself. Like we should have realized, of course, the brain is going to have its own system. It's probably one, if not the most important part of our bodies. And we need to take really good care of it and let it get washed and scrubbed as we dream. So again, this research is new on the glymphatic system, but it's exciting because it really, again, just shows that our bodies are on our side, something that I say and think all of the time. So how do we have good bedtime hygiene? So when it comes to good bedtime hygiene, you want to think about what you're doing before you get in bed. Now, I know a lot of people are working from home now, or this might have just been the case even if you weren't working from home because of our devices. It's very easy to be accessible to check your email right before bed. And chances are most jobs, nothing urgent is happening at 11 p.m even if an email comes in. We kind of have this false sense of importance because of our cell phone, because we're so available. We sometimes have this false sense of importance and we have to check ourselves and say, you know what, this can wait for tomorrow. And the best way to do that is simply to have a hard stop of working. That means I know it can be very habitual to just open your phone and you know refresh for emails, but having that hard stop of a time where you don't check your email is key. I don't even get notifications on my phone for emails. That has been very helpful for me. And I don't wanna tell you when your hard stop should be. But for me, it's usually five, six o'clock. Another thing to look out for is I know 
it's very tempting to want to unwind and do television or Netflix and chill. So the number one thing I would say is no television in bed. If you are going to watch TV before bed, please do it in a separate room. If you are having major sleep issues, I would highly suggest not having television as your evening activity because the light from it is very stimulating, messes with your circadian rhythm. That's your sleep-wake cycle. And the topics can also be very stimulating to and affect you more than you realize. Going a little bit further into the day, backwards a little bit, farther from sleep time. So again, sleep hygiene might not have to do with everything that happens at bedtime. I want you to be mindful of caffeine. Seems obvious, but I have a very strict rule of no coffee, and I love coffee, by the way, after noon every single day. So if I want some energy or a coffee, I have to figure out something else to have after 12, whether it's a piece of fresh fruit for energy or water or a cup of herbal tea. Second thing I look out for is chocolate. Now, this one I'm not as rigid with during the day, but as a dessert, I am thinking about the fact that chocolate contains caffeine. And during these times when it's harder to sleep, I don't like to think of this as a food rule so much as it is a boundary. So, you know, tonight, actually, I had a little bit of chocolate, but other nights when I know that I'll be struggling a little bit more, I might be thinking, okay, what can I have after dinner as a little palate cleanser or dessert that isn't chocolate based? So I want you to use your noggin a little bit if sleep has been a problem for you. Other things to think about to be eating on the regular are omega-3s, good for sleep, salmon, flax seeds, walnuts, chia seeds, add them to your meal. Other things that you can do once you're getting into bed would be a magnesium foot spray. I'll link all of my suggestions below, but magnesium foot spray is great because magnesium helps to produce melatonin naturally. That's the hormone that lets our brains know that it's time for bed. And through the foot specifically, because there's not a lot of fat there, so it can be absorbed very quickly into our blood stream. So I love a good magnesium foot spray. I love a pillow spray. I've been using the same pillow spray for years and it's just got a nice smell that kind of just lets your body relax. So I love sensory things like smell and color that signify, okay, body, it's time to rest. I also will keep my cell phone in the other room. So I used to sleep with it next to my bed and when I couldn't fall asleep, the first thing I would do is grab it and say, oh, I can't sleep. I might as well scroll or, you know, look at the news or play a game even. But the truth is the phone is stimulating. It's a very bad security blanket. And the best thing we can do is keep it in another room. And lastly, I will use a handy helper in the form of an over-the-counter medications. For years, it was melatonin or some other natural substances. I'll also maybe do some CBD, very specific about the type of CBD. I'm currently loving a Charlotte's Web sleep gummy. They are completely vegan. And Charlotte's Web is an incredible, incredible company. They are so trusted and transparent in their process. Their CBD is organic. It's third-party tested for cannabinoid potency, residual solvents, heavy metals, pesticides, and microbes, and their product contains melatonin. And CBD, if you're unfamiliar, it's part of the hemp plant that contains non-psychoactive components. So it will not make you high at all, but it will just provide some relaxation. And to be honest, I'm not a big CBD person at all, but these have changed the game for me. So these gummies, I do want to just asterisk here. They suggest two in one serving. I am doing just fine at a half. So one fourth of the recommendation. And that is saying a lot for for me who normally needs like double or triple for dosing and sleep. So I'm so obsessed with this product and they gave me a code Lisa15. I'll link that again below. But I am getting the most restful sleep I've ever had in my entire life. And I am waking up before my alarm with, I think this is kind of the best part, just like a burst of creativity. So very happy with that. And then 
then also next to my bed, I will keep earplugs. Uh, I look like a crazy person when I go to sleep, but it is worth it because I am getting good rest, which allows me to have a good day the next day. Second thing. So about a year ago, I came to the realization that I am an empath. An empath is someone who's a highly sensitive person to their surroundings. So that can be people, environment, all of that. Think of anyone you know or yourself who's kind of just like an open nerve or a porous body that's just absorbing everything around it. So positive or negative, an empath kind of feels. And for a long time, I hated that I was sensitive. I was teased for it. I have two older brothers and I was just always teased for crying, whether it was, you know, them lightly teasing me and me breaking down or crying really for no reason. And I hated this about myself until I only very recently realized that this is why I'm kind of good at what I'm doing. It's because I feel emotions of other people. And therefore, you don't have to tell me how you feel or even exactly what you're thinking because I feel it. And so while I love that about me, if I don't take great care of myself and aware that I'm very energetically sensitive, I find myself burnt out, zapped, unable to help others and unable to help myself. So the reason I'm bringing this up is to not just talk about me, the empath or you, the empath, but because the last few weeks with elections, I think that no matter who you were, you felt the energy of the world. It was so freaking intense. And whether you realized it or not, it left us all overstimulated stimulated, addicted to the news, addicted to the drama and the Facebook fights and all of that. And really, it's left a lot of us now to two and a half weeks later, just feeling really empty. And what we forget sometimes is that the mind and the body are connected. And when we go through something so mentally stimulating, it's not just mentally stimulating. Our bodies are stimulated, too. And this is going to cause a ripple effect, a chain reaction, so to speak. And things now are settling back down energetically. I think we all felt it. It was kind of crazy, crazy. And then it was high and then it was low. And now we're a little bit of a straight line uh, for the time being. Right. Let's just take what we can get here. So, so many people. People are now kind of left feeling empty after that big spike of emotion, whether it was positive or negative. And people are feeling physical ailments such as headaches, nausea, real things like canker sores or sores in the mouth. And so as somebody who's an empath 365 days a year, I feel I can be of some help here, some service to all of us to recognize that what you're feeling is really real and that, you know, there's nothing wrong with you other than it's a really hard time to be a human human being, especially in the United States. And I know that it feels like a lot is out of our control with what we can do and not do with COVID going on. But I do want to share some things that have helped me in the past and are helping me right now really just, for lack of a better word, pare down, recognize the overstimulation and recognize that I don't need to contribute to it and I can do something to support myself, even if it's not what I've been trained to do. So the first thing I do, I know that we're not out in groups so much, but group texts, group texts provide a lot of energy and opinions. They move really quickly and they may leave you feeling overwhelmed. So rather than removing myself, I simply will maybe silence a chat that I'm in. I might not participate in a few days. If I do feel called to say something, it might be really short and sweet rather than long and trying to kind of hear my voice. 
So my point here in all these things is to recognize that now's the time to power down and do less. That's kind of the theme here. I would draw boundaries with friends and family. And I bring up friends and family specifically because it can be really hard to not be available for those that we love, right? I mean, for me, it's really, really hard. But when you are already on your zapping point, when you're already feeling so close on edge, learning how to protect you and refill your cup is actually going to be critical for you being that amazing friend or amazing sister or mom or daughter or son or whatever or husband in just a few minutes. So the powering down is not because we hate everyone. It's because we love them and we want to be able to show up for them fully. So think of it as recharging. I want you to pay attention to where there are places of decision fatigue. So I notice this when I go to bigger stores. Again, I'm already zapped. I'm already depleted. The last thing I want to do is go to Target or, or Walmart and be in this place with the big bright lights and lots of people and lots of choices and lots of colors. So I try to think about, and this is really actually kind of a nice thing, can you get the same thing done at a more local mom and pop shop? Might take a little bit more exploring, especially if you live in a place where many of those mom and pop shops got displaced by the big stores. But a return to a smaller experience, it might mean that you're paying a little bit more. That's how that kind of works. But the experience, what you leave with, feeling sense of calm, not overwhelmed, can be really big during this time. Next up, I want you to think about rest. And I want you to think about rest unconventionally. So I know we talked about sleep, but now I want you to recognize that taking rest at this time may not be getting extra sleep. It could be getting extra sleep, staying in bed longer, going to bed earlier. But there's a different type of rest that we need to lean into that just involves slowing down. So maybe it means going for mindful walks over jogs or boot camps. Maybe it means changing up your morning routines to not just rush into your work and emails, but rather take time to sip on your coffee. Maybe it means taking a day off of work if you possibly can and really challenging what you refer to as a quote unquote waste of time, recognizing that productivity is not defined by how much that we do, but rather we can be productive by finding joy in little pockets of our life. So I know that it's harder to find joy in the big stuff with, you know, Thanksgiving meals where I And at least, you know, we have restrictions on how many people can be here and all the things that we used to look forward to are being taken from us. And rather than say, oh, this sucks, I think that we can open our eyes and expand into another dimension and say, where else is there joy? And I know Amy is really good at helping us get there. And for me, it has been, you know, recognizing that I am still going to have, you know, a smaller Thanksgiving meal at my house and I'm still going to go all out and I'm going to decorate the table and get lost in it and be kind of basic for lack of a better word, because that is where the joy is for me. Doesn't need to be where the joy is for you, but that's where it's at for me. Think about senses and what soothes you versus what stimulates you. So think of a color that puts you at ease and maybe wear that color. Can you listen to birds chirping or leaves crinkling? Can you light a candle or snuggle a soft blanket? So thinking about things that you can touch, feel, see, and hear can be really good for your nervous system, letting it know that it's safe and you're taking proactive steps to allow the stimulation to come down. I also want to remind you that it's very important to have intentional solo time. So right now, it's harder than ever to get that, whether you're home with kids for 
or COVID or your husband's home or your significant other's home or you're with your roommate every day. But it's really critical to have time alone. It could be 10 minutes. It could be 20 minutes to just emotionally process everything. We can get so good at doing things for people in our lives that we sweep things under the rug. And having time to allow the motion to come up, to see the light of day, to cry, to release, recognize these things aren't bad, they're human, and they will allow you to show up as the better you if you allow them to come to the surface. And that intentional solo time, by the way, doesn't have to be heavy. It could just be dancing, having fun with yourself, being your own hype man. But just make sure that you get a little bit of solo time, even if it's in the bathroom for five minutes. So that's just about it. I want you to start to get to know what it feels like for you to be overstimulated because the truth is most of us, and we know this from the last few weeks, we don't know it till it's too late. We're burnt out and our body's showing us symptoms. So can you start to observe what it's like to be in your body right now and start to really take inventory of what feels good and what doesn't? All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate 
from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Let's talk about intuitive cooking. So intuitive cooking is like playfulness in the kitchen. And the reason you probably can't wrap your head around it is because we have been taught to do everything but it. But I believe that intuitive cooking and being playful in the kitchen is a great way to start to reignite self-trust in ourselves. So back up a little bit. For a very long time, I was terrified to even try to make anything in the kitchen because when I'd open these recipes online of these delicious looking meals, I found them so overwhelming, laundry lists of ingredients. They were so rigid with the amounts and baking, just forget about it. Then I got into nutrition and the more precise someone else could tell me what to eat, how much to eat, all that, the more in control, I put that in quotes, I felt. And I think a lot of people can kind of relate to hopping on a meal plan or following a diet to a T and feeling quote unquote empowered. But I just want to flag that this is not true empowerment. This is you being really good at listening to somebody else, following rules or checking things off. But true empowerment around food or anything else, it comes from a deep place of within. And that place it comes from is your gut. We have our our root chakra is our lowest chakra center and energy center in our body. And when that's secure, we're making the best choices for ourselves because we trust ourselves. So with holidays approaching, the diet noise of avoiding certain foods or, you know, getting on a plan, it's getting really loud out there. I always say fork the noise, notice the noise out there. And I want to encourage you to notice it and instead choose your own wisdom. And with that will come some joy. 
So again, to be clear, there's nothing wrong with working with a nutritionist or having a meal plan. But when it comes to the point of are you sequestering your own needs, your own desires, your own self-trust, we kind of need to back up and recognize that we could have a template of what to do or we could have guidelines. But it's very different when we follow these rigid rules of what, when, and how much to eat. So to restore some self-trust and add some joy back into your life, I want to suggest that you welcome intuitive cooking and playfulness into your life. And this begins way before you cook. This begins with going to the grocery store or picking out what you're going to eat. I want you to take a little time and peruse what looks good to you. We've got fall vegetables that are super exciting and different than what we experienced in the summer. And it's okay if you've never used it before, because when you get home, maybe you could Google how to cook it or you pull up a recipe using that ingredients. But I still want you to be more playful and ask questions and not be so precise with the measurements. So let's say you find a butternut squash. You come home and you know how to roast it. You chop it up, remove the seeds. Maybe you ask yourself, would this go better with olive oil or coconut oil? Should I add some salt for a little bit of flavor or some cinnamon? And really play around with what it feels like to have fun with food. Feel free while you're doing this to put on some music, bring back the joy and the fun. Maybe even think about making your intuitive cooking a date night. So maybe a collaborative effort or a family activity if you have kids or a significant other or maybe a roommate activity. So the point is, is that it should be fun. And I want to allow you to bring some fun and joy into your life while reigniting the self-trust that is so deep within there. So fact is, there is happiness and joy in the most of mundane things. It's just up to us to find it. Let's make cooking fun and have a good time this holiday season. Many of you know that I have a podcast. Well, two, actually. I've got Outway that I co-host with Amy that's out every Saturday. And I also have The Truthiest Life that I do on my own. And new episodes come out every single Friday. I think that we all need Amy Browns in the world because Amy is somebody that found me on Instagram and saw my potential and said, Lisa, we need to elevate your voice. And, you know, obviously not everybody needs an Amy Brown to walk into their life and say, here's a podcast network. We want you to be part of it. But I think that everybody needs someone in their life that says, hey, you've got something valuable in this world. I want your voice to be heard, whether that's literally in the form of a podcast or in some other way. We all have our own unique things. And Amy saw it in me. And I feel it's my duty to take this torch and pass it on to whoever I see and let them know that I see them doing a great job out there. And in a time where the world feels so divided, it's nice to know that some people are just good people. And that is Amy Brown for you. So if you're not familiar with my podcast yet, it's called The Truthiest Life. And I created The Truthiest Life because, well, to be honest, I was never that good at anything in my life. (laughs) I played field hockey, but I got benched. I did ballet, but I wasn't really that good. And I cycled through so many sports and identities in my life, and none of them fit just right. And the only time I ever felt good about what I was doing, and I wanted to continue, is when I stopped trying so hard, and I just allowed myself to be what I'm best at, which is myself. And as soon as I did this, my life 
changed. And all the negative things in my life, the, the rejections, the failures, the pain, all of a sudden, I realized that they all put me on my path to purpose. And by telling my stories, I opened my heart and I showed people that I'm human and this is me and I have mental health issues and I have food issues and my parents divorce and da, 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 da. You know, all the things that we've been told to not tell were actually holding me back from me being me. Because I am all those things. I struggle with depression. I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with sleep. My parents' divorce had some sort of effect on me. Being dumped really sucked and getting rejected from 10 different schools over the course of these years. You know, all these things that told me that I'm not perfect, they were true. I'm not perfect. But what I failed to realize is it's okay to go out there and not be perfect because nobody's perfect. And that's what the world needs to see. And so my point in this podcast is to recognize that nobody's perfect and that we don't have to try try so hard to keep others out. Instead, we can let them in by sharing our struggles. So I'm having people on that have gone through so many different types of hard things, and they've come out living their truthiest, most authentic lives because they didn't let it break them or harden them. In fact, they opened up even more to the world of possibilities by not hiding from what they had gone through. And it's beautiful. It's tear-jerking at times, but gosh, it has been such an amazing journey to really be reminded every week from my own guests of the power of being a human with potential and recognizing that we all have work to do, but it's a beautiful thing to be able to do this life work. So I had my friend on Carolyn who gave a big middle finger to the life timeline that says when we need to have everything figured out. I had my friend Sammy on who mid pandemic willingly called for divorce with her husband, despite being pregnant with her third baby. I had on my friend Kelsey Patel, who showed us how physical pain actually was her body's way of communicating something emotional. And once she listened, how that transformed her life. So right here, let's drop the trailer so you could take a listen to what the truthiest life is about. I know you'll be alright, even when times get hard and you feel like you're in the dark, you will see. Just how beautiful life can be When you soften your heart You can finally start To live your truthiest life Hello, I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome to The Truthiest Life. This is the podcast that's empowering you to show up in the world exactly as you already are. I'm Lisa Haim. You can call me Lisa or Lily. I created this podcast in hopes of answering a burning question of mine. Why is it so damn hard to just be ourselves? And why do we normalize how tiring it is to be what we're not just to please other people? And how does this facade that we create and live day in and day out impact everything that we do from relationships to happiness, self-worth and beyond? I guess it was a few burning questions, but hopefully you get my point. I'm here to find out what happens when we ditch trying to be perfect and instead we just show it all. The cracks, the flaws, the messy moments. I think everything would change as a result. We'd have more energy to give to our passions, and as humans, we'd see that we're more alike than we are different. Therefore, choosing empathy over judgment would just be natural. Wouldn't that be nice? But instead, we've been conditioned to put on protective layers to keep anyone from finding out who we really are. And on this podcast, it's time to strip. Take the layers off and open our hearts. But in order to take those layers off, we need to talk about the hard stuff. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. We're going to talk all about the hard stuff. 
I'll share my personal tools for navigating life authentically, the ups, the downs, the messy stuff, and I'll bring on inspiring guests who not only live their truthiest lives, but do so because of what they've endured. I'll ask the really uncomfortable questions, you know, the ones that like you want to ask, but you're afraid to, from failures to rejection to loss, addiction, abuse, and more. We'll hear from people who own their past, and as a result, they show up as themselves every single day. When we hear other people talk about their struggles, suddenly we realize that not only are we not alone, but we're not broken, and therefore, we've got nothing to hide. You may have noticed I didn't share anything about myself beyond my name. I could have mentioned that I'm a registered dietitian or a blogger trying to prove that I'm super legit to you. But what I do and what I've done doesn't really tell you who I am. And on this podcast, we're not going to hide behind professional titles or laminated resumes. What you do need to know is that I have never been good at small talk. My family and my close friends laugh at me and they say that every conversation that I ever had feels like a criminal investigation for no reason. But really, it's just because I always want to better understand someone that I meet beyond what meets the eye. Well, I hope that my criminal investigation skills will make me a good podcast host. I want to get to know the parts of them that aren't on display. I've personally made a career of taking the layers off and showing up as myself. And along the way, I've learned the most important thing. Silence feeds shame and the antidote is to share. This shifted everything. I'm about real tools. So on The Truthiest Life, I'll not just share conversations that inspire you and help you know that you're not alone, but you'll get tips and tools from my own inner work journey so that you can leave propelled and ready to step into your true power. Life is hard. There's no doubt about this. But I do believe we have a choice. We can continue to harden and grow bitter and angry at what it throws at us, or we can continue to soften and let it shape us into who we need to be. I'm here because when we see people living their truthiest life, we can't help but want to live ours too. Cheers to living our truthiest lives. Hashtag my truthiest life. So that's the trailer for The Truthiest Life. I hope you'll join me over on The Truthiest Life podcast. New episodes drop every single week. You can subscribe and I'd love to hear what you think. I'll leave all that information in the show notes. Thank you for having me, Amy. And thanks for everybody who listened. Again, I'm at Lisa Haim on Instagram. See you all soon. All summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. 
All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts Or wherever you get your podcasts 